The contest between the sister wives, Leah and Rachel, to see who could produce the most sons for their husband, Jacob, broke Rachel. She lost the contest. She only gave Jacob two sons, and she also lost her life. We don't know how, only that she had great difficulty in childbirth. And as she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. Seems a bit disrespectful to his favorite wife, doesn't it, to ignore her dying wish and rename her son? But Ben-Oni means son of my sorrow, and Ben-Hamin means son of my right hand. And I'm sure Jacob was also sorry that his favorite wife died, but I get that he wanted to protect his son from having a real bummer of a name. And it's not like Rachel was around anymore to care and get offended. And Jacob committed fully to protecting Benjamin. He had two favorites, Joseph and Benjamin, but Joseph he could send to check on his brothers in the fields, not Benjamin. Benjamin had to stay home. And when Jacob sent Joseph and Joseph never came back and his older brothers brought back a bloody coat and asked their father to check it and see if it was their lost brothers, it broke Jacob and he kept Benjamin very close to his right hand. Even when he was an adult and the brothers had to go to Egypt to buy grain from Joseph, but they didn't know it was Joseph, Jacob refused to let Benjamin go with them because he was afraid that harm might come to him. And if this were a movie, Benjamin would rebel against his father's overprotection and Jacob would learn a valuable lesson about not smothering your kids and about how life has risks built into it and you can't protect your children from everything bad and if you try too hard, you'll protect them from a lot of good too, which you don't want. So relax and let Nemo go to school, Marlon. But it's not a movie. And we don't know if Jacob learned any lessons from being forced to let Benjamin go to Egypt with the brothers on their second trip to buy grain. And with Benjamin there, Joseph made himself known to his brothers and showered his only full brother Benjamin with gifts and affection. And they all convinced Jacob to move down to Egypt. And Pharaoh gave them the land of Goshen, where they grew into a great nation and were enslaved by the Egyptians out of fear to protect themselves from this displaced people, some of whom were descendants of Benjamin. And there's another time when the theme of protection comes to my mind, together with Benjamin. Some members of the tribe of Benjamin raped and murdered a man's concubine, and all Israel went to war against the tribe of Benjamin, and they defended the rapists and murderers, and were almost wiped out because of it. And afterward, the Israelites were still concerned with protecting the tribe of Benjamin because they had sworn an oath after the aforementioned incident not to give their own daughters to Benjamites. So to ensure the tribe would continue, they made a plan to kidnap all the virgins from Jabesh Gilead and murder everyone else. And when that wasn't enough, they made a plan to turn a blind eye when they kidnapped women from Shiloh with less murder this time. Again, if this was a musical, the women would be upset for a scene and then fall in love with their strapping kidnappers, and at least seven brothers would have at least seven brides. But it's not a musical, 
and there's no way things went that well. And what about Benjamin? Jacob protected him from being called son of my sorrow for his entire life. How much did that help him? We don't know. Jacob protected him from Joseph's fate, and they all ended up with the same fate as Joseph, prosperity in Egypt leading to enslavement for the whole family nation. Benjamin's brothers' tribes tried punishing his for their sin and then felt the need to protect and save his tribe by means of even more sin. All because when we protect selfishly, the protected rarely benefit. And we can't protect totally, and so we often end up protecting not at all. And we can't protect people from their own sins, because we are sinful, and so we can only deal with sin sinfully. This isn't a movie or a musical, but maybe there's a lesson anyway, that protection isn't a very effective goal for us. That protection is one of the many jobs we can only do imperfectly. That protection is a job only God gets right. And if we look past the protection that fumbling humans tried to provide Benjamin and see the protection God provided sometimes through, sometimes in spite of those fumbling humans, what do we see? Benjamin Jacob's son of my right hand, standing before the throne of God, because of God's son of my right hand, Jesus. These sinful twelve sons of Jacob became the twelve tribes of sinful people through whom God gave a savior to a sinful world. And all twelve became a picture of the Holy Christian Church, which is populated exclusively by sinful people. And in that church, what do those sinful people get? Protection, not fumbling sinful protection that does more harm than good. God's protection. We get God's Son, God's sacraments, God's Word, God's love. None of which would have been anything we would have claimed for ourselves for our protection. All of which really does protect us from ourselves, from our sin, from our death, for eternal life. Do you know how Benjamin's tribe survived history? Basically, by being absorbed into Judah. God protected them by making them one with the tribe that gave us Jesus. It worked. God got it right. For forever. Dust and breath, loved by God, bought by Jesus. This podcast is written and produced by me, Ethan Cherney, a Wells pastor serving Bethel Lutheran Church of Menasha, Wisconsin. Get in touch on Facebook at Dust and Breath Pod, on Twitter at Dust Breath Pod, or by emailing dustandbreathpod at gmail.com. Outro music arranged and performed by Mr. Peter Shawey, who is like a moth's cocoon, like a hut made by a watchman.
Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave a review in iTunes or just share an episode on social media, I'd really appreciate it. It's the only way other people can find the show. Now, go do what God made you to do. Be who God called you to be. Go see what God can do with dust and breath and faith in Jesus, his son.